This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles, if you're into nerd culture, if you're into sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca, use promo code THEPODCAST20, you'll get 20% off. They got everything from old school comic books to recent comic books, wrestling memorabilia from top to bottom, sports memorabilia, signed stuff, anything you want, they got it. Best thing is, they ship worldwide. Even better, they update daily, so please visit them at firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Galaga, Metal Gear Solid, Splunky, and so many others. Everything you see on their websites available in paperback and ebook format, so please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. If you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products, visit LegacySubs.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST to receive 10% off. They got everything from sleep aid to muscle building, anything in between. You name it, they got it. If you want to feel better, please visit them. They are Legacy Sports Nutrition at LegacySubs.com. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. It takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to onesies, travel mugs, anything you need or want. It is there. But the best thing, the easiest thing, the freest thing you should be doing is rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. Most specifically, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week's guest is a streamer, an interviewer, a reviewer, and a host on EP Daily. Multi-time returning guest, Jose Fubar. Sanchez. Boo! Is there like a five, like the they have the five timers jacket for SNL? Is there like jacket? Do we get like you gotta get like swag? Like bro, you've been on the show. You gotta hit the big number. You know what I mean? Gotta, we're gonna get you uh, like a star, a little sticker. Take a sticker. It's true. Or you could be like FTR and eventually be seven star Jose. <laughs> seven star. That's the goal. Hit them sevens. <laughs> so what's going on, my friend? Thank you very much for being here. You pulled me out of, of, oh man, my streak was almost, okay, for the listeners, you don't know what it goes into sometimes in obtaining guests and getting people on. You, you, you must know, you know, you've had probably a few interviews lined up and last minute they drop out for whatever reason. That's always my favorite. Right? That's always my favorite. It's <laughs> like... But I'm my, one of my favorite. Just uh, throwing piggybacking off that story. Sure. Uh, I just so I, this last weekend. Okay. Uh, they did a screening of the greatest movie of all time, Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. in in San Francisco at the Castro Theater. Crazy. And the guy who played Rain, Peter Kwong, was there. So I'm like, I'm gonna bring my Funko Pop and have him sign my Funko Pop. 
first of all. Sure. Amazing. So I got them signed by Funko Pop. Now it's sitting right there on my ceiling <laughs> thing. Uh, but the last time I was at Castro Theater, uh, I was supposed to interview James Franco for this movie he did called Howl. Oh, wow. Okay. Where it's, it's like this prophetic, uh, this, this poet uh, who's like huge in, the, in the, the LGBTQ community. Okay. And uh, I'm there. I'm shooting. It's like during Pride, the heart of Pride <laughs> in San Francisco. Okay, I'm okay. shooting my throws outside. Like, coming up later on the show, we're talking to James Franco about his role. And, and this, oh, first no. of all, like, while I'm shooting my throat, oh, a no. rando just comes, kisses me on my cheek. And I'm like, hey, what can you do? It's Pride Week. Right. Uh, James, James Franco's like half an hour late. Oh, no. Uh, I'm the only it's like I think there's one other person but it's like okay. me and another person are the only ones there to interview him sure. and he just bails on the interview while he's there like in front of me and I was like <laughs> okay that's even I'm worse not. I've never had a face to face like right oh my like, wow in, like, I can literally see him like I don't want to do interviews and I was like it's just the one I just need to say like how cool is it how cool is it no okay thanks for being late Oh my god! Did you guys make eye contact? Because that would have been even yeah. worse. Oh it was, man! It was like daggers. No it was man. Like, it was like. Okay, I can't picture. Okay, I would not be able to go through. If I if that happened to me, I think I would quit and never ask anyone ever again to be interviewed. Honestly, that, that was rough. But I, it, it's weird because that was oh, the shit. Castro Theater. I, well, okay. It wasn't the last. That was the second to last interview I did the Castro. The last one I did right. was uh, it was George Takei. Oh, nice. And he, he was, like, re- releasing his documentary. Again, during Pride Week, they always seem to do a lot of festivities around the Castro Theater in Pride Week because it is the heart of the community. Sure. Uh, but I was wearing a shirt that said Amazeballs. Okay. And George Takei walks in and he says, Are your balls amazing? <laughs> I said, I've been told that. And he goes, Oh, my. And it was oh, amazing. No. Like, it was, like, the epic, like, just surpasses Lames Franco. Right. I'm sorry, sir, to the back burner, Lames. <laughs> George Takei hit me with, are your balls amazing? Oh, my. And that was oh. how we introduced ourselves to, or, to each other. And oh, that was a fun interview. My goodness, George, that's crazy. Mr. Yeah, for people who don't know, Jose's interviewed from people from the movie industry, TV, wrestling, video game. Yeah. Those pretty much, I yeah. assume, are like your top fours, right? So... Yeah, that's the bread and butter. A lot of like comic book art, like I mean, okay. it spans the whole gamut of Whoa. like just just entertainment, like nerd culture. People. Right. Anybody has anything to do with something nerds like? I've been in that industry a little bit. See, there you go. That's pretty much what I do, and you sprinkle in a little bit of MMA for me, and same thing. What's yeah. pretty much you've been doing? Okay, now wrestling based. A lot of less yes. wrestling listeners, you know. What has been your thought? Okay, you've interviewed the who's who from WWE from past to present, you know what I mean? From John Cena to Steve Austin. You name it, you've interviewed them, right? Now, you grew up watching WWE. You've been a fan. You've endured the roughness, the ups, the downs. Yeah, I stuck through it. A lot of people I know... Like, cause when it, when we were in high school, it was me and my boys every Monday, Thursday, every Monday, Friday, whenever SmackDown switched to the days. With Nitro too, I had like two TVs in my bedroom as a kid. Okay, that's just one to show Nitro, one to show Raw, because I had a black box where I was illegally um, <laughs> acquiring. Uh, I, I didn't have two, I couldn't afford two cables. Sure, so I'd have one that was like a little bit free. So we'd watch SmackDown or we'd watch Raw and Nitro. <laughs> Everybody's like, what did you watch? It's both. You guys didn't watch both. You guys didn't have two TVs in your room? <laughs> like, yeah. it's a normal it thing. You did watch them live? Uh, and it was, I was like, I had like, I was all That's about fun. like, I recorded it every week. I was like, no yeah, commercials. Yeah. I was like, pausing those commercials. I can fit two episodes of Raw, two episodes of SmackDown on one right? six-hour tape. I had like the WWE Network. It was pretty much, if, oh if it didn't God. exist, I have it on VHS crazy. at my mom's house. I can just go back and like I put a star next to the episodes I was at because I could see myself in the crowd. I'm like, there it was. I Shut up. I there I am. <laughs> Love it. I was there. <laughs> they showed me twice. It was so awesome. Like I was in. I was in it. I was all about it. And then like out of all of my groups of friends, there's only a few of us that stuck with it right, right. and still watch it. And like one of my buddies, Joey, he's like got his kid into it now, so that's oh, cool. that's awesome. My daughter could give two shits about it. She's just like, whatever. Sure, sure. Dad. Wrestling's on. I'm in bed. Seven thirty, Dad. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> But I, I mean, it's, I'm, it's, it's my baby. I like, I, I just cherish the, the energy and the moments and getting to, you know, right. having become friends with some of the boys. It's like, that's crazy. It's just cool to, whenever they're in town, like, Oh, would you guys want to go to an arcade and play random game? Last time they were in Sacramento, I was playing arcade games with Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston and Shayna Baszler and nice. Drew Gulak. Oh, who was a very go. good gamer. Pretty good. Nice. But nice. I love it, man. I love it. So now, 
we're seeing an upswing, you know, the whole Vince McMahon leaving, Triple H now in charge. What are your thoughts, my friend? Initial thoughts, first off, right off the bat. So, well, before the whole, like, scandal stuff was going down, it sucked because I was like, (laughs) I had high hopes that it was going to be, you know, the Triple H Stephanie show, right? And then Triple H is getting health issues. And then Stephanie, like, dips out. And it was just like, what is going to happen? Like, who? Like, there was the backstage drama with Shane, and I'm like, I don't even know where it's going to go from here. Like, if anything goes down, it's like, and then all of a sudden it hit quick. It was just like, oh, Vince is better. Vince spent more money for ladies than he did for WCW, which is mind You know what? I know, right? That's crazy. (laughs) Mind-boggling. Wow. Uh, But that's also unconfirmed. um, Allegedly, as they say. uh, Yeah. And then, I mean, Triple H comes back. Stephanie's kind of in the mix. And then they bring Sean in. And you're just like, DX is literally running the WWE right now. And they're like, we're taking over. They did. They took over. They literally did. So many years ago. Uh, But holy crap, man. Like, and it's just such a great thing, I think, at least for a WWE fan perspective, sure. because it's tr- literally Triple H showing, you know, like Vince and his people, like, this is how these guys, like, I built these guys up, mm. I'm bringing them back, and I'm going to show you what you should have done with them. And right. now they're doing it, and it's just like, it's working, people are going crazy because all these people are coming back. I'm sure there's still more. It's like every week we get little sprinkles of new people yep. coming old, like mixing it in, and I was like, well, okay, let's see what's going down, because there's a lot of like um, bickering in the AEW locker room that seems to be happening according <laughs> to the internet. And it's like, are they feeling that that the nerves? Like, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of big events coming up around the same weekend in the next few weeks. And that is true. I'm excited, man. It's great. It's like it's a good time. It's like it's like the NWO comes back, and it's like, what? Like, oh my god, this is what's happening. It's like DX is taking over the building. They're taking over the show now, and now they're running the show the way they want to. And I cannot wait to see how they continue to go with it. And hopefully, they just keep like. Shock, shock value, shock value, shock value. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Like you, you hit it right on the nose. Excitement. I'm excited to watch now another episode instead of being like, oh, fuck, I got to sit through another three hours of Raw, seriously. Like what am I going to fast yeah. forward this week? And now I love, and speaking of shock value and just the small stuff too, the integration of the little storylines in the backstage vignettes now. Like, right? you know what I mean? So you Who have to watch car? it. Why is this thing on fire? Right? I don't know what's happening. Who's that guy? What are they running after? Exactly. Oh. And I think that's what was good about well, when we were heavily into it and when it was like the peak era, so-called the the Attitude yeah. Era, right? Where it was all these storylines intermingling with each other, different factions dipping in and out of each other's storylines. And it was like, who, who would, whoever forgets that whole infamous, I think it was, it must have been Raw, it was either Raw or SmackDown, where Stone Cold came out and every match he kept stunning everyone because he was upset. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, like that was the whole story. Every match, he was in every segment. And it was like, that was fantastic storytelling. I, I hated when they switched to literally... <laughs> the blocks and it's like okay you have this section you have this block we can never see you again yeah. see you later there's no surprise like you know what I mean? no run-ins no nothing and it's yeah. like ah oh, come on man like what entices me to keep watching the product right and now it's like it's it usually like when you're watching especially rocks it's such a long show and they have it drawn out to where mm-hmm. like okay opening segment is going to be uh, somebody's going to come out and talk right. and we're going to get this match <laughs> filler match and then even last night it's just like it's it, Toronto, obviously huge crowd, huge rustling crowd. Finally getting a raw, you know. It's, it's been like a while. Exciting, everybody's pumped, and then like right after commercial break, rando Johnny G, Johnny rustling just right out of, like right after commercial break. Not like I'm going to interfere in something. Nope. standard commercial breaks happening. What are we going to do? We're going to go into a match. We're going to get you know Dana Brooks going to come out defend the twenty four seven title. <laughs> no, nope, we get Johnny rustling coming out, throwing down a town down. Um, it's, I and I mean, like, it's just so exciting because you just don't know when in the show something's going to happen now. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. Like, you know what I mean? And again, and also continuing the storyline from NXT with the way, like, you know what I mean? With the way, right? Like, and obviously if Gargano's on Raw, you know, him and Champa's paths are going to eventually cross. Right. DIY right? versus the Usos for them belts. Oh, that would be nice, right? So it's like so many possible, and this whole Dexter Loomis thing, 
Like, what is he up right. to? Like, and I just love again. If you watch the old gold brand of NXT, it's paying off now. All these storylines and everything. Because if you didn't, I'm sorry. Then you got to read up or go watch. But this character, I always loved. Again, he's Dexter. Like, you know what I mean? From the little TV yeah. series. And it's like, he's crazy. That stare. Thank you. Like, it, my goodness. He plays it so man. good. It's like, he literally kidnapped the man and took him away. <laughs> Security was dealing with someone else. They were like, well, it was weird because I thought it was like, oh, is that a fan like dressed up doing like the Loomis gimmick? And then like, because right, right. I didn't know who he was. And then I read online, sure. he was just some like independent wrestler. Gotcha. But it was just like, that's, that's a scary thing. Like, you got to be careful. It's just a guy in a black hoodie attacking wrestlers. Like, oh, no, it's Dexter Loomis. And this one time it wasn't. AJ Styles is like, wait, what? Is, is this? And then the Miz gets kidnapped by Dexter Loomis. You're like, okay, I guess it must be okay because. They didn't beat the shit out of that guy for trying to put hands on AJ Styles. <laughs> right. <laughs> the boys don't like it. <laughs> but just everything, even again, I hope, and I think I'm seeing, we're seeing a little bit of the seeds being planted. More stables. I'm a stables guy. I love factions. Yeah. There's nothing wrong just, with having people hang out together and then they could even branch out on their own, then eventually come back. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, I want to see the next member of the Alpha Academy is going to be like, come on, that's, I, that's, that's right. That's definitely what they need. They need it. They need another shoosh, <laughs> shoosh, please. I love the shoosh. I mean, I was involved in the shoosh since the beginning of the shoosh. I'm like, that's great. Um, that's over for me in my right. household. Shoo, I got the shirt. <laughs> but they they definitely need. To, but I mean, like, it's a, it's a great thing because the factions feuding. I mean, we had so many fact. There was like everyone was in a faction. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like yep. you had the, the Los Bariquas, you had the Nation of Domination, you had DX, you had the the corporation, the ministry, the corporate ministry. It was just like, okay, where where are we going, these guys? And then you throw in every, the you throw everyone else that's left over in the job squad, and there you go. <laughs> you got the job squad oh, or the oddities. The Remember the oddities? The oddities, oh, right? Man, Big John Tenna. Yeah, the Cartman doll is like, <laughs> sure, Kurgan, you're with them. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go do 300. And I'm like, all right, do your thing, bro. You know, one of the things that blew my mind once the internet exploded and then, you know, kayfabe started going away and stuff was finding out that the earthquake was Canadian. Man. Right? Who would have thought? Like, and, so, and even like Roddy Piper, same, another one. Like, who would have thought yeah. all these guys like, were you're Canadian? Not Scottish. You're not Scottish, Roddy Piper? <laughs> Well, close the enough. Saskatchewan, Canadian. Scotland, Saskatchewan, you know. It's a Scotland one. Scotland one. <laughs> uh, but it's like, I mean, you, know, uh, you just never know. You just never really know. Yep. Well, okay, so a lot of debuts, a lot of returns. Who do you want to see or who do you think might be coming back next? I mean, obviously the big ticket item is The Fiend. Like, you, right. you want him to come That's back and... Get a play, and there's the the rumor mills buzzing. You know he's gonna have title options, and he's gonna have his own creative, and he's gonna because that crazy. like he needs to be in the Triple H era of I the WWE so. and whatever's happening right now. Because that is like the mind games, like no House of Horrors bullshit matches. He just <laughs> needs to just be like, because he should have, like that character should have been the next iteration of The Undertaker. And so. they had him wrestle at under, uh, WrestleMania 31 here in uh, Santa Clara. And it was just like, it, it sucked because like The Undertaker needs like a dark, mysterious entrance. And they're like, it was an outdoor arena, still daytime, kind of. You can oh, still, it's like not as dark as it should be. You want the, right. you know, the fireflies everywhere and The Undertaker. So it should have been like like that should have been the streak like not thirty not Brock I, I mean know. cool obviously Brock beating the streak he's a monster sure deservedly so Brock but it should have been maybe after it should, like if that would have been nothing but an extreme like rocket boost to the Fiend's character like holy shit he beat the streak this guy is gonna do just straight to the moon like he's gonna have such a future and then it was just like no Brock beat him and then uh, the Fiend well the Fiend lost to the Undertaker so, but we'll have Roman beat him again you know that's cool right Roman and, but I mean that's that's the one I'd, I'd love to see come back because he's just a nice guy first of all like Wyndham is just a cool dude and I feel like him getting a run with this regime that Triple H is running I feel like he would benefit the most from the Fiend character 
So would you want Braun and Eric to come back as well? See, I don't know about Braun, man. I feel like Braun, Braun's like in his own little, you know, he's got his control your narrative That's true. thing that he's running with EC3 yeah. and yeah, yeah. those guys are doing that. And I mean, I feel like they're very content in that. Like, they don't, I don't know if they, sh- I don't even know if they show interest. It's, I feel like because they're so vocal on like social medias and you see them doing their own shows and it's the, the mystery of like Bray hasn't done anything, hasn't said anything. He's like dropping like, you know, mysterious clues about, sure. you know, the return, the Wyatt Six and like, what's this? And <laughs> I thought he was going to come out of Toronto because he's like the Wyatt Six. Like, is he coming back at the Six? At oh, the six. I like that. That would have been good. Cool. That didn't happen. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I feel like that, like, I don't know, like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Braun back because he's a big guy, but I feel like they monstered him out. They over-monstered him, and they kind of, like, shut the monster gimmick down real yeah. quick. Like, you're just a big dude who's just losing. Like, they big showed him. Actually, you're right. That's so true. And yeah. it's so funny that in the McMahon era, he loves the big guys, but then, yeah, then... He falls in love with them so quickly and he does that. And it's like, why yeah. even have him on TV if you're going to job them out? Like, just don't have him on TV. Yeah, just save them for like the big things, you know, like the like the demon, like Finn Balor. Finn Balor can come out and do his thing, but the demon comes out and you're like, holy shit, right? that's going to be crazy. What's the demon going to do? I feel like, yeah, they could have they could have done so much with Braun when they had him. Bray, they could have, they should have done so much with him. And I feel like they just... They put the belt on him, and then they're just going to have you lose to Goldberg. <laughs> Why? I don't mind you, Goldberg. Like, you're, uh, again, another nice guy, but, like, he's just like, I only wrestle and win for the title. Like, well, that's... As long as they don't... I don't mean, like, legends-wise. I don't I don't think they should bring back any more legends. I love Beth... Unless it's Beth Phoenix. I don't mind Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix can still go. Or you can bring back legends, but don't have them in like the main events or the title matches that actually mean something. You, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just yeah, it's just like okay, well, yeah, Beth Phoenix coming out, save Edge that I was expecting, but she's gonna be like, I want to challenge Bianca Belair right away. I'm like, oh, well, hold on, right? Back it up, back it up. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. <laughs> the Rock is. I mean, the whole the big like lead in is no matter who comes out to challenge Roman, who is the champion of everything. It's all like everyone expects it's going to be the Rock and Roman Reigns of WrestleMania in LA because it's, yeah. you know, it's going to be one of, the, if not, they sold so many tickets. Like the fact that they were promoting the hell out of Mania tickets being on sale for so long, it used to just be like tickets went on sale, they sold out in like 12 minutes. Now yeah. it's like we got two days, huge super arena. It's going to be bananas. Like, how are you going to keep two people or two nights of WrestleMania? just packed and well we're gonna have one of the nights is gonna have obviously but like does that mean roman loses the belt anytime in between he could win it back but like i don't know you got the rumble coming like survivor series right around the clash of the castles coming in hot in a couple weeks so many options and it's been even discussed on this show too in the past where roman doesn't need the belt to fight the rock at wrestlemania that's a big marquee match on its own you don't need titles on the line so you're right he could potentially not be the champ going into WrestleMania and that yeah. match, like, you know what I mean? You have the world title being featured on night one and then you have that on night two. So, you know what I mean? So you right. now you have to it's go to like, both nights. It's like Stone Cold and KL. Exactly. Belt, right? It was still like, everybody's like, yes! And that was so I crazy. Mean, Loved it. It was so good. So good. But I mean, like, yeah, that's the thing too. Like, everybody expects it's going to be Roman and Rock for the titles. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. And now that Triple H is running, maybe he will see that. Like, I yeah. fully expected, like, Gargano to challenge Austin Theory, or she's just Theory now. Yeah. But I fully expected him to challenge Theory at Clash of the Castle for Money in the Bank. Oh, that's a good call. What a what a sh- what a shot to Vince's boy. You know what I mean? Like Vince has chosen me, and he's like, "Well, this is Johnny's my boy." So uh, <laughs> he's going to Otis your briefcase. He's going to miss it out. He's oh my god! Snatch it from you, win it in a match, and then cash it. That's a good call. That's right. Because everyone's been still waiting on that to see. So far, you know, he's still getting his push, so-called. And you haven't really seen Just, the cracks. But it's like, yeah, is it, is he really going to cash in? Because I could see it going both ways too, right? Because he is young. They could play it off with that. You know, he was immature or he was brash and yeah. cashing in. I mean, that's, what he, so, that's what I feel like. He's just he's going to be so cocky. He's going to be yeah. like, I'll challenge you. Like when he said, like, you can carry my briefcase last night. <laughs> 
I know. What if he carries it and challenges it himself? That'd be interesting. If he has the briefcase, can he just throw it down? Like when Corbin stole Big E's briefcase? True. I don't know. Well, it yeah, has been done in the past. So, and again, WWE rules don't mean shit. They could rewrite anything they want and do how they please. But yeah, that is an option, right? Like what happened to the second half of the year storylines once Vince left? Because oh. you know he's got everything all mapped out strategically. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. Now it's like, whoa, she wasn't expecting all these people to now be in the mix. You're like, okay, things are turning. Yep, and Fans I love are it. turning back to see what's happening. Yeah, it's so true. Like, like you said, this past Raw, I think it was one of the best ones in a long time. Like, like it was like the old school shit again, and I, and it showed. It had over two million views. When's the last time they yeah. did that? Like, you know, and hopefully it stays consistent now. Because, like we said, it has reoccurring storylines. It has tune into next week to see what happens. Cliffhangers, even you know what I mean. Yeah. So th- that's a big thing that was missing too. There was never really a cliffhanger. It was always the the good guys left laying and the bad guys running off laughing. And it's like, okay, here we go again. Next week, like you said, yeah. they open up with the good guy in the ring challenging the bad guy. And it's like, okay, well, we know. Mm-hmm. Rinse, repeat, right? Yeah, but now it's just like, okay, we had two people coming out every show. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? How are we going to keep this up? Like, what's this hiring schedule? Remember when we were firing people because they were right? money? Like, <laughs> When you're saving millions of dollars on escapades outside of the ring, hmm. maybe now we can keep some wrestlers on the payroll. That is true. That is true. Okay, so we've been talking about the returns, debuts and stuff. How about some of your favorites of all time? And okay, this could be for a fresh debut, even old school jumping from WCW and vice debuts? versa. Favorite debuts? Yeah, like debuts. Or like, oh yeah, I mean, Jericho is probably okay. my favorite just because Mine one too. moment, like, you're going to come out during the rock. And, and, like, everybody, was the countdown clock was on. Like, we were waiting. We were like, oh, my God. who's The, the, the bug is coming. Y2K is going to shut us down. So good. It is Y2J, and he broke it all down, and it was made. Like, that was one of the, just the coolest lead-ins. It was. To an intro. And it was just like, and what a segment. Like, you could have came in during, like, just a nothing. And just, like, started off raw and just been by yourself. But, like. No, The Rock's doing interview. Wait a minute. The countdown clock's ending. It's Jericho. Oh, my God. Why 2 j is here. That was so damn cool. You have the Taskmasters by Best Fail. <laughs> uh, just breaking through the wall, falling over. Poor Tugboat. Right. Um, That's a memorable I feel answer. like there's some missed ones, too. Like, they had, like, the whole, like, the guy, like, it was supposed to be Ali, but whoever, like, the, the watcher. He was like, oh, I'm watching everything that's happening on SmackDown. Right. In the back room watching all the cameras and I got all this stuff happening. I was just like, I fail. The gobbledygooker, another fail. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, so there's, many a, there's, there's a bunch of good fail, like the ones you expect. Like, who's going to be in the egg? Some guy <laughs> in a turkey suit. <laughs> yeah, that one was. I, I did God. not. I don't. Fail. You know, oh, like. I don't. I, I mean. There's like another one of my favorites was uh, Rick Rude when he showed up on Raw and then he was on Nitro and he was like he had like a beard and then he was shaved and I'm like wait what is happening is one of these recorded (laughs) (laughs) he was in DX and NWO the same day it was just like what is even happening this is wild to me he had superpowers man (laughs) power man what a gift. Yeah, what's, your, what's, what, what's your top what's at your you know Jericho for sure like that one obviously that tops and again never having to ever step foot in a WWE ring or ever be mentioned and getting that pop that's is when you're like wrestling has arrived and it's here it's part of pop culture people know people talk about everything you know what I mean that yeah. I that's one like it was, I said before like the internet was in right this, like, it's, like it was still big but it wasn't like everybody no, knew. No. Like, there was still Jericho signs in the crowd because people were expecting it and they had the clock waiting people were like guessing but it was like back because you try to do that now people were like yeah it's this guy yeah we saw him we knew it was happening like it's the so Hardy true. Boys coming back at Mania. Oh, that was amazing. Like, I knew that was coming just because I was like, they have all these guys in ladder match. Right. That was another good not, one, yeah. And it's like, none of these guys are like ladder match guys. That was when, like, the New Day was hosting yeah. WrestleMania. And they're like, we got these guys who come out too. 
I was in the car. They're back. <laughs> it, might, it might have been like a, It might have been dust. I don't know. It was like very yeah, the smoke in the arena. But I was like, they are back. I do it. Actually, that yes, was cool. that was actually a good one. That that was a good yeah. one. What's another one? Oh, of course, the NWO coming to WWF when Vince McMahon turned around and he was going nuts and he wanted to burn everything to the ground. What? What, Vince? He's like, I guess he owns it, so might as well run it. Well, but that's what everyone wanted, though. They wanted the original, and then obviously everyone knows what ended up happening. It obviously got watered down again, but... You still got the three core guys coming out to NWO music on WWF TV at the time. And that was, again, mind-blowing, right? It was, I mean, like, it's just things you never expected to see in, like, the late 90s. I know. There's no, they were going to get the dream match. It was like, even at, uh, going back to WrestleMania 31 when it was Triple H versus Sting. And, like, DX came out. And then, like, NWO came out. You're like... Okay, Sting was never in NWO, but okay. I mean, I, I guess he was I like didn't care. <laughs> version. Um, if we're going to claim that, but but I like that. Like uh, this would have been so cool. Like right during the invasion angle, if we could have just figured out how to make it all coincide at the same time, and everybody was like peaking and over peaking a little bit. But years later, I guess it was still pretty cool. Especially when you're there, you're like, yeah, it could be like, too no, sweet, me, like, like even now, like even if now, say Nash came out and he was like the head guy for the NWO and he started his new faction again, and even if it was called NWO, you don't think people would fucking go nuts for it? Like just to hear the music and to have them come yeah, out and do the shenanigans, right? <laughs> Top five of all time for entrance music for sure. It's just, just so good because then like you had Hogan coming out to Hendrix, which was just like that was cool too at the time. Oh, love it! Oh, you're like yes, dude. What? How can they license this music? I know. Well, AEW's doing it now. Yeah, I guess. But but I mean, like, it's just it's it's just a good time, man. Like, it's just all these returns are just exciting. You just want like I want the Fiends return. Like, if he does, hopefully come back to WWE it had like they gotta get the timing down it's gotta be like the perfect moment it can't just be like it can't be a Johnny Gargano because that was cool totally unexpected but like now that that's been done he didn't want him to come back and during a commercial break because nobody expected Johnny G and the team what well he does have roots up here he did a lot of indie wrestling up here he's won a lot of indie titles up here so you know People know him. That's why. You don't expect that. No, of course, of course. Like Karrion Cross coming out of nowhere. You're like, what? He's wearing a Triple H return jacket. Just like, yes. He's like, don't wear the stupid leather mask. Take that shit off. Let's get down to business where you're just beating the shit out of people and you have your beautiful wife next to you. Yes, that's the Karrion Cross I want. Not the guy in the new demolition mask. (laughs) He's ready to just fail. Like, come on, Vince. What what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Well, we know what he was thinking. So now now it all makes sense. His mind wasn't in the product. It was in something else. (laughs) He was was deep. He was deep in that shit. Come on. Oh, shit. Smashing those grapefruits. I want you to wear a leather mask. I like a gift mask. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I'll throw one more out there. That was huge. And, again, we knew he was coming, but still to see it, AJ Styles at the Rumble. Yeah, right. that was that was awesome because I was in London for like a work event. Okay, and I was like watching the pay per view. It was like three in the morning. It was just, like a stupid time, and I was just like, <laughs> I was, like "Wait, what? Is that? Is that phenomenal? Is that Styles? What? I what know. is he doing it? Just like a good like middle. It wasn't like it was like just here we go. Let's go. I'm not excited. I was come out at number one shock value. No, nope. sprinkling it in the middle. And he stayed I in for a, good, a while. I love a good rumble. Had a yeah, good showing. I love a good rumble return. Oh, well, I maybe. Like to see, I mean, just. The theme. Like, I, yeah, I'd really like to see, like, uh, just because friend of the show, JTG. I love JTG. He's right. done so much work. Like, if you've seen how huge he is now, it sucks that Chad's not around. But, of like, course. he. Jay, Jay the God. Bring the God back. Because that dude, I mean, he's massive now. He he's, is. From, like, he's jacked. Bro, it's just like, I don't know, bro. We on the same workout plan? Sean off is like. <laughs> but like that would have to be a return like in you don't have to do it like in brooklyn because it's just like brooklyn brooklyn true true you know uh, 
so there's so many interesting things. I don't know what could happen. That's right. Of, this year's Rumble. Guys that were in the WWE, like Carlito coming back, and he was looking jacked. He was like in it yep. for like a week. I'm like, all right, bring back, bring back Carlito. He needs some Puerto Rican retribution in there. <laughs> Somebody who's like not dancing, you know? Oh, that's true, like, yeah. Every know. time you get a Poor Puerto Rican guy, like, can you dance? No way, overlay. <laughs> and you chew apples and spit them in people's faces. <laughs> Oh my just goodness! Let him, just let them be savages. Let them be ruthless aggression. Oh, ruthless aggression 2.0. That's what we're gonna need. And Triple H is gonna bring it to us. <laughs> yeah, very interesting times. Very interesting times. I, I like. Uh, we've we've talked to death about obviously the returns, everything that's going on, all the good stuff. Has there been anything that you haven't liked? Like, say, even I don't know, like the like the angle. With, I guess with Dexter, Loomis, it sort of looks like some invasion angle of some sort. And I don't really yeah, know. It I mean, you know? And it's like... like it I feel like if work. they did it like a couple times, okay. But now it's just like, I I need... But now it's like, at first I'm just like, okay, this is it's weird. Like Dexter's trying to get into the crowd. Because the, the first time they did it, they didn't really show it. And it was just like, they kind of got you. a glimpse of his face. Yes. It was just that like, was okay. Good. Okay. Interesting. And now it's like, okay, he's done it again. Now he kidnapped the Miz. And I'm like, where are we going with it? Like, I want, it, I needed to get somewhere before it's just like, uh, who's he going to come out and bother now? But he just kidnapped the Miz. And I'm like, God, what's Champa going to do without the Miz? Well, maybe that's what the storyline is. Now he's actually kidnapped the Miz, and we'll see what this character develops into. If, like I said, next thing you know, you see plastic he's on the wall. Oh, he got Miznapped. See, no, and then after Maurice and Champa are out looking for him, like the detectives, right? So, my God. <laughs> then Champa gets kidnapped. And then Maurice gets kidnapped, and then his like the Miz's kids win the tag title. Oh God! Because they, they just go. enter like the women's tag tournament, and Dexter like pummels somebody, and then Dexter's like their manager. They're like, well, this is crazy. What? What is happening to wrestling? That would be like, all right, we. Fly. Triple H is fired. <laughs> Wins his last straw. He's like, this is my dream, guys. I wanted the Mrs. Kids to be the SmackDown Women's Tag Champion. <laughs> Maybe eventually, guys. Maybe this is going to be the, the foreshadowing. Years, years down the road, 2040, we're going to be like, dude, the Mrs. Kids, man. You're killing it. You're killing it in the scene right now. They've been the Women's Champ for... Five years. That's long-term booking, my friend. Look, look what they did with uh, Ray Mysterio's kid, Dominic. Right there, you go. Long-term you know booking. I mean? <laughs> now he's getting beat up by Rhea Ripley. You're like, oh what? shit! Why? What are we? What are we doing here? What are we even doing here with this? I don't know. But we shall see. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't really know if there's anything. I mean, I'm glad they're not doing too much 24/7 stuff. I know that's kind of getting like watered down, and that's just true like, too. I, like Dana Brooke, you're a, like Dana Brooke is a beast of a chick. Like she's a big jack, like wrestler. She yeah. just did like she should be fighting for the women's championship, or the you know I don't. I see. Then, like the, when they're doing this tournament now, and like a Sasha and Naomi supposed to be coming back. That's the rumor. Yeah. Are they the finals? Well, they had the the two uh, NXT Gigi Dolan and. Uh, JC, they just like got a limit. They won, but then they, I guess Gigi Dolan got hurt. Yeah, she's, so now they're doing some fatal four way on SmackDown. Yeah, I'm like, well, that would have been, a, you know, oh, they got hurt and they're going into the finals. But here it comes, Bailey's best friend, it's the boss, and Naomi are back. Yeah, do they come back like in the finals? Do they come back after? They never really lost. Maybe they confront as soon as they're crowned. They come out, or they're the ones presenting the titles. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Not. So much they could do. Like, is that is that tournament going to end at Clash of the Castle? I, no, because they're doing the three on three, right? So it can yeah. end. So I would assume it's either the week before or no. So the week before would be this. I guess the week of or the week after, one or the other. Yeah. I don't know. Anything can happen now. Anything can happen. Anything goes in Triple H's WWE, and I'm here for it. This is my water. <laughs> Whoa, just the computer shuts down. Are you going to see how you can get electrocuted? Oh, no, but it is exciting times. It is exciting times, my friend. And 
Another exciting times, obviously, but this is always exciting. The video game world. We always have games dropping all the time. I don't think, I don't remember since at least the PlayStation era where there hasn't been a year where I'm looking forward to something. There's always something down the pipe. There's always something to play. You know what I mean? So yeah. what have you been playing or streaming this uh, this year, this recently? Uh, see, recently I've, I've been playing a lot of, uh, like, Fall Guys just came out on Xbox. So I've been playing that. I, I haven't really had, like, this last month has just been crazy busy, so I haven't really gotten sure. much time to play some games. But, I mean, it's Gamescom week, so there's a lot of things that being announced Fresh yep. off the Gamescom floor, the PS4 Pro controller, which is cool, I guess, if you're into Pro controls. Sure. Uh, Dead Island, the Dead Island 2 sequels finally coming out. Saints Row just came out, which I've been hearing mixed things about, but I still like yep. to play the, you know, the, the Saints Rowness because it's always over-the-top craziness. Exactly. Um, let's see, what else? Anything come out recently? Oh, they knew they, they I just got an, an e, a notification from my PlayStation saying, you can pre-order The Last of Us, the new... Super oh God, for Quadrilux Deluxe Edition for the... I'm like, ah, didn't you guys just do a remaster? Now it's coming out again, but now it looks all super PS5-ified. So I'm, I'll play that, of course. There you go. Uh, a lot of Steam Decking. That's what I've been doing. Steam Decking. Yeah? You, are you loving it? I love it. I mean, like, it's weird because I love it for the emulation alone. is okay. fantastic because I can play it when I'm on the couch and watching... My child. <laughs> Love it. I'm like, you good, right? You good? <laughs> yes, daddy, daddy's, daddy's playing No Mercy on the Nintendo 64 on his Oh, that's thing, awesome. But, yeah. Um, but... <laughs> That thing is cool. I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I would love to get back to tra- traveling some more and taking it on the go. You know, like, put it to use. Like, I took it to Hawaii in March or May right. and I played some Elden Ring on it and I'm like, this is crazy. Like, this Seriously? thing was working and it, it was working like perfectly, working. no lag, no nothing. No. Shit. I mean, it's great because I didn't have to play online so there wasn't anybody like trying to invade uh, my game. Right, right. right. But, um, that worked fine and I was like, okay, it's a cool piece of tech. Can't wait to see how it's gonna advance in the future. A lot of cool stuff coming out. Spider Man just came yep, out. That's a big you one. Know, we got PlayStation, big time PlayStation games coming out on the PC, so that's cool. Yep. I want to take a look at that. And new God of War is like right around the corner. A lot of good PlayStation stuff around the corner. Um, that's the I'm one I'm looking for. really forward to. <clears throat> it's God of War Ragnarok. That's one, and another yeah. one, Callisto Protocol. That looks crazy too. Yes. I mean, like, it's funny that they announced that game and then EA was like, oh, but we're also remastering Death Space. Oh, they're still doing it? I think so. I don't know. I I got confused because I thought that's what this was and then they just switched. Like, I thought they started as the Dead Space and then they just spun off into whatever. The team that's making Callisto Protocol is a lot of the guys, like, uh, that did the original Dead Space. Right. But they're remastering, revamping the original Dead Space. Okay. EA is separately because oh, you know people were I like see. whoa maybe this is a thing that hasn't been seen in a while we which should, is right we do but they're only doing the first one which is that's what uh we we're talking about i think i was talking to vic about it okay it was like yeah they have like why would they give us a remastered entire collection of a game like mass effect like right? you get mass effect one two and three yeah, yeah. legendary edition yeah but they only do one dead space like if you're gonna do it bro give me all three Get people interested in the trilogy. Like, people might not have played 3, because that was, like, the least favorite of the games. But, like, 1 and 2, I thought were solid. And, like, we'll just like, go so. all in. They're probably like, nah, we don't want to spare the manpower on if people are just going to want to play 1. Like, well, you know damn well, if people enjoy 1, they're going to be like, well, you're doing 3. You can just put it all in a collection. Well, unless they're going the Capcom route with the Resident Evils, because you could say they could have dropped all those three remakes yeah. in one bundle, but they didn't, and look how successful they were, oh, right? Seven. I want all <laughs> already, I want a remake for part seven already. Yeah. No, you know what? I want a remake hey, for Village. You, you can't, you can't, you can't say that's off the table. I mean, this is the, we're on the third Last of Us remaster. <laughs> that's so crazy. I still can't believe this, man. Like, and it's gonna sell on the PS4. Oh. It was only just uh, just a console cycle ago. Like, there's a lot. Like, you you could have given me all this principles or all the Splinter Cells or. You know, you could do an entire Assassin's Creed legendary legacy <laughs> upgraded PS5 edition of this, but I was like, we're just going to do one. That's fine. I want Street Fighter 2 legendary Master edition, <laughs> ultimate <laughs> championship edition fighter. 
you know, like, I don't know. There's just all these remasters and remakes, and so it's, it's nice crazy. to see, like, some new stuff coming out. Like, the Death Stranding. That's what I got caught up on, like, the the Death Stranding and the um, the Ghost of It wasn't Ghost of Shim, but Death Stranding did, like, the director's cut. And I'm like, well, Kojima directed. He cut the fucking first game. Like, who's cutting the director's cut? Like, it's his cut, right? It's not like right. they were like, ugh, we're going to take this off of his take this off his, his plate we're gonna cut it the way we want it i mean i did i miss it it sucks because i was looking forward to that game and then i didn't, never got around to getting it and then they right. did the director's cut and i'm like well what i need to know like how cut different is it story-wise am i just still running around delivering packages <laughs> is it still like Paperboy 2.0 i gotta just chucking stuff chucking boxes to people yeah, that's why I don't. I, I, can't I, don't, I, I don't get video game director's cuts unless it's like, well, the new studio took over and cut it. I'm like, no, he's still his name's still on the box. I, I looked it up. Wikipedia said he was the director of the original and the director's cut. So. Yeah, I don't know either. I, just, I don't get it. It was the same thing with the original Resident Evil. A director's cut came out, and supposedly that one was much better. That's the only one I played. I never played the original original. And it's like oh, I know there was they were saying that the cutscenes were a bit different and whatnot, but it's like, come on! It wasn't anything that was like stood out at See? least in my mind. I yeah, mean, like, exactly. I remember playing that original Resident Evil, and that was like, like that was a good time, man. That first, it was. The, I had the big box PS One version. Too. Oh, that one! Not the not the clam sh- like little. Pfft, yeah, case. yeah. No, I was in a big. So I was like, yes, let's go! Terrified, dogs coming out. Ah! <laughs> Tyrant's coming, trying to get me. It's so true. That game, that that's one of the games that stands in my mind for eternity. And I'll never forget the first at least half hour. I must have played that first half hour millions of times, either from a demo or from renting it from Blockbuster back in the day. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Before I actually owned it, owned it upright, and it's like you do the same Wesker! thing. Right, and it's like, oh man, like I just love it. it. It's so, but now you obviously go back, and I'm glad. See, that's where remakes come into play when the controls are out of date, when the maps don't do you justice. You know what I mean? Okay, remake yeah. the game if it's been long enough. But if a game's been out for like two or three years, or in this case, like you know what I mean, with Last yeah. of Us, it's like, come on, years. you don't really yeah, need like, that. Like you know what I mean? Do we, do we, like I thought, like I didn't play Ghost of Tsushima on the PS4 mm-hmm. because I knew I wanted to play it on the PS5 and there wasn't a lot of stuff coming out at the launch of the PS5 so I'm like I'm going to play the PS5 it's dope so I didn't play it until like it came out in, like I think November-ish and I played it in like March I was like it came out on the, I was like I got it on PS5 let's play it and I was like holy crap it's so good and they remastered it again I'm like the game is so beautiful I'd love to play it again I have not because I was just like now my time is very limited with a small child. But, sure, you got to pick. Uh, it's, that's one of those things. I'm like, well, how much better can that game look? Because it looked freaking amazing playing right. the PS4 version on the PS5. Uh, and then, like, if you're gonna do a remake, like, go old, like the Link's Awakening that, that was, was on the great. Uh, Switch. Holy, like, Love what it. that was crazy to me. I'm like, this is what you should be doing. Give me like a Metroid Fusion, like with take Metroid Fusion. But with Metroid Dread graphics, and sure. then make that a thing. Take yep. all like the Game Boy games and make like the take the GBA stuff and put that on the oh, do that. Let's upres that stuff. Let's upres so the too. best of the best. You know what I'm saying? Like let's we don't need to. It's like we're gonna do Mario Odyssey remastered for the Switch OLED. I know. Still playing on the Switch. It makes so, no sense. It makes no sense. And you brought up a good point. Saving games for the PS5 when you have a PS4. Because I'm in that boat now. I'm st- I am still haven't even tried to get my hands on PS5. I know they're more available now. And it's not as crazy as before. Yeah. But I still have the library to go through. But at the same time, it's like, do I want to play it on a PS5 versus a PS4? Now, in your opinion, how much years do you think the PS4 has left? I mean, right? until they get the shortage figured out for sure. Right, it's like you can't not because there's people like that was the whole big thing too for for me like the first couple years of the PS5 are just like people are still waiting to get a hold of them. So right. people are like, well, yeah. we have a free upgraded version if you want to if you want to play it now and then upgrade it when you get yours. Yeah, I'm like is Love your game going to be good enough for me to want to play on the PS5 when it comes out? Because I play it on the PS4 and I'm I'm good. Uh, do I want to wait? Can <laughs> I, know. I can I hold out? Does it still look damn good on the PS4? Yes. It's still going to look great. That's the thing. What sucks is like for the most of the part, like I, I, if I'm playing it on like the consoles, I'm streaming it. 
and you can't stream in 4K, so I'm looking at it in 1080p anyway. Uh, so the graphics aren't as great as they should be looking. I want to you know play it on my set. Can I stream it in 4 8K? <laughs> my 75 inch TV just cameras just super far away. I'm like twin, 10 feet away from my screen. Right. I'm this close, <laughs> and it's in 1080p. So. I don't know. Visually, it's like, it still looks amazing in 1080p. I can't wait. To, some of these games, you're like, holy shit, when I plug them into the TV just to see it? Right. Like, wow. They can tell. There's a difference. Well, yeah. Okay, that's 4K to 1080p thing. Who knew? It does do a slight difference, in it, of course. And yeah, like, even now, like, I'm now playing Cyberpunk because they finally fixed all the bugs and I can actually run it on the PS4 properly. Yeah, there's still a little bit of hiccups. Like, a couple of things. You know, every time I drive every so often and I hit, like, top speed... The car just launches up into the air and goes like 20 feet nice. and then just crashes down. And I'm like, what the hell happened there? I don't know if it's maybe yeah. I was going so fast that I hit something that wasn't, I guess, on screen yet or something. Who knows? And then the other thing yeah. is, uh, you, obviously, you played it and I think you actually streamed Cyberpunk, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I played it the launch time. Oh, so wow. It was, and it, it was weird. Like, I didn't have that many issues. Like, I had one issue where, like, well, I found, uh, like, I was trying to jump into a window, and it just, like, blasted me back. Like, I like I hit a bomb oh, or something, and I, don't, I was like, oh, that was weird. Something <laughs> broke. And then there was one, like, bo- I don't know if it was a boss fight, or there was some, like, big enemy fight. Yeah, yeah. And I, once I found this dildo bat weapon, that was my <laughs> weapon. Like, I was there was nothing else I was going to use in the game. It oh, was going to be just a giant, That's I was just hilarious. beating people with a giant dildo bat. Yeah, yeah. Just And every time Keanu Reeves would talk, I just had, like, the dildo bat in his face. I'm like, what was that, Keanu? Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. And so he's just like talking to this big dick the That's entire funny. time he's talking. But like I, I beat this boss and it it removed the weapon from my game. And oh. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I just saved before. So I went back and I saved okay. and I beat the boss with a different weapon. Right. And then when I came back, that weapon was gone. But I still had my dildo oh, bat. So I don't, my yeah. dildo bat disappeared. Must have been a glitch. <gasps> I was like, it's a conspiracy. I was like, I thought it was Twitch that was upset. They somehow got into my system. Oh, no. Hacking and like, you can't be walking around with this big old phallic dick in the way. Just, Smash me like Keanu. Talk to me. <laughs> Say something else. What were you saying? Oh my so, goodness, that's hilarious. But yeah, no, that, like, was, a, that was really only bug. I was like, yeah. Okay, so like, you're lucky. It was like, I, it was a fun ride. What's the other thing that? Oh, um, do you remember the part after when he starts glitching out when he gets the other whatever chip inside him and every so often whatever? There was one time yeah. where he glitched out and he passed out, woke up, and my controller wouldn't stop rumbling and the screen. Stayed in that status until I actually reset my PlayStation. So I actually, can you believe I actually did a, I would say I played maybe a good two or three hours in that state, thinking that it was just part of the game. I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit a mission <laughs> where everything fixes. Like I'm going to go to a Reaper or something or something happens. It's like an intense massage. What? My hands, because the nose, it's like, we're going to get your hands ready. I didn't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> But yeah, no, but I, I have been having a blast and I'm glad they did fix all the bugs because it, it is a great game. So if, and you can find it dirt cheap now. So if you haven't played it out there, it's always grab on sale. It. It's on great. Something. I always get emails like, now it's on sale for like 20 bucks. Steve right? $20. I think it's worth it for 20 bucks for sure. It's, I mean, it's worth trying out. I it feel is. like it, I, when not having any bugs, I was like, ah, it was a fun game. Yeah. It's like the same thing that's been, like a lot of people have been saying about Saints Row. It's like, eh, uh, it's corny, it's cheesy. I'm like, that's what Saints Row is, though. But I want to see, like, does it fall? A lot of people say it falls apart in the second half. And I'm like, well, uh, I need to I need to experience the first half, at least, because I like that. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Hey, I think a game could have a serious story, could have a funny story. It could just be fun with no story. Who cares? As long as it's fun yeah. some way or another for your type of preference, who cares? Yeah. Back to remasters. I want to see some remastered, like, like, give me what game do you want to see remastered? That's a good question. Like, what's your like? I would love to see this remaster. That'd be great. Well, it was Dead Space at one point because I was a huge Dead Space fan, so that's off the list. Check another one is going right right when they announced Callisto Protocol. I went back and replayed all the three Dead Space games, and I was like, still the first Dead Space game, still solid, still good. Okay, so so maybe I should. Because I do own it on the PS3. I got to dust that off and then load it up. So I, Because I think I own all three on the PS3. So maybe I'll have to find yeah. it and plug it back in. But, um, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to Nintendo. And everyone knows, I've mentioned I drop this game all the time. I love this game. I don't know why it stands out. But MC Kids or Mick Kids, however you want to call it. That was a great game. The Flintstones on the NES. Give me a good Flintstones one, game. There was, I think there was two. There was one that's like stupid expensive. I can't remember which one. It was. Oh, I, I was gonna say it's the fun one, but that doesn't help. But it was. It had a map. It was side scrolling. 
you were you were Fred. Obviously, you had power ups and stuff. You would use your mallet. I don't know, whatever. So like anything old school, like even like Bugs Bunny. Bring back some Bugs Bunny shit. Yeah. Like because people like us from yeah. that generation. Yeah, we're yeah, we're collecting carrots and. Yes, that was a great game, by the way. Yes, yeah. good shutout. But it's like, like I'm glad the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are now making a comeback again because this is like, give me a He-Man game that's good, <sighs> right? Thundercats, give me a good game of that. There was a good one on like, the GBA. Was there? It might have been. It might have been the DS. Okay. I feel like it was the Game Boy Advance though. But but those aren't really remakes. Those are just things I want. But in terms of remakes, I think they've pretty much done it all. To tell you the truth, like what's left, right? I mean, like I feel like they can like dive into some like like some more like niche stuff, like some mm. Sega CD, some Saturn. Some like because you know not a lot of people got got into the Saturns. A lot That's of not, like people missed Knights remaster Knights, but like tweak it a little bit, make it a little more you know sure. nuance for the new people to check out. Uh, a new Road Rash, I feel like it would be so just oh, wild. Go. Like we just beat the shit out of people on a motorcycle again. That would be great. Destruction Derby, like I used to love smashing people in Destruction Derby. That was the best. Now they just have like wave races coming out or yeah, it's out or now, tell I think, now. on the Switch. Yeah, I saw that too. You can play like online wave racing. Like, there you go. Let's get some pilot wings going. You know, like what Shit. happened to pilot wings? I know. I don't know why I pilot wings that. used to get, I used to be like, come on, Roman Olet. Like, so close to that bullseye. <laughs> Everything I'm doing, ping, fall off. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're dropping a lot of gems here. Yeah. It's like, there, there's a lot of things they could go back to. That's what I'm saying too. Like, it's so Prince funny, of Persia. Like, there you them. go. Yeah, right. Come on, like let's go. Weren't they supposed? I'm not sure if they were. I'm pretty sure they were supposed to be remastering the first one, and then I don't know what the hell's happened because Ubisoft is just taking their time doing whatever they're doing with like the Beyond Good and Evil two and ah man. But like going back to the 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 emulation stuff on my uh, on my Steam Deck, like I'm just playing the old, like I'm playing some old stuff. Whatever, like I'm like fine. I'm like oh, this seems crazy. Never played this game before in my life. Let's go back. And, I mean, I own this Why game. Not? What am I talking about? Now I can play it on my Steam Deck. <laughs> I mean, I'm not playing games I've never played before. I own these games. <laughs> no, that's a, no. I got to look into a Steam Deck too. I'm still because I came to the Switch late, so I'm still going through that backlog. So once I'm caught up and everything, maybe I will start delving into the Steam Deck because. I heard there's still a wait period too. That's the whole thing. I hate yeah. just waiting. I if I want something, I want it. I don't want it because I don't know what my mood's gonna. Be. I know I'll still want it, but you yeah. know what I mean. So I'll, I'll yeah. probably wait on that f- for a little bit. We'll see. It's like the Tesla of consoles right now. It's like <laughs> pre-order now. You might have it by the end of 2023. I know, right? Um, but I mean, like, it's only gonna be getting better, and hopefully, like, they'll make That's some slight tweaks to it and figure it out. Because I was, I was reading some story online that was like they're just like through the first. 17 days of pre-orders Shit. in like half a year wow and it was just like because it it's just taking so long to, i don't know if the right. chip shortage stuff is affecting yeah, exactly. it obviously but so they're still like it's going to take them another like the rest of the year to get through another 17 so like but the, by the time they get through the first month of pre-orders it's going to be like a year there's like people wow. are like i pre-ordered it like the first week i mean i pre-ordered, I pre-ordered it like 10 minutes after it went live right. and i got mine in March or oh, May. Shit. Look at that. So it was like that. It was like okay. I pre-ordered in July, right? It was uh, July. August. It was a good chunk of waiting. Wow. Before I finally got that email, but yeah, we'll see what happens. And I was like, well, I, I can't not take it with me. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> well, my friend, you ready for the worst story of the week? Worst story of the week. Let's go. Well, this one's weird, gruesome. So if you're sensitive to gruesome shit, maybe fast forward to the end and l- listen to us plug our shit. Dare to resist drugs and violence, okay? There you go. <laughs> well, you can pretty much buy everything and anything on the internet nowadays. I would assume that's fair, right? Very true. Well, add human body parts to the list. Organs? Which part? Yeah. I mean, there's like a... Skin? There's obviously been a... Mm, skin. I mean, like hair, I know it's been a thing. Hair. I know there's the organs on the black market. You can like, get yourself a kidney for cheap. Probably some cheap kidneys out there. No, but that's the black market. This is like someone trying to sell it like on a market sharing place, like on Facebook or oh, something. It's like, yeah. But like, if you guys are looking for a kidney, I know a guy who will <laughs> well, lose one. Okay, well, let's get into it. This week's story comes from Pennsylvania, where a person got caught for reselling body parts. So how the story goes, he 
would he's buy. A reseller. Yeah, he's a reseller. <laughs> so he's the middle. He's the middle guy. So he, no. So he would buy off a woman who would go to a morgue in Arkansas and steal the body parts, and would also visit mor- 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 What is it? Mortuaries, mortuaries, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So it's not like no one was like these people weren't killing anyone. They were just going there, breaking in and stealing lungs, mandibles, livers, tracheas, hearts, kidneys, skulls with hair still attached to it. I just like, (laughs) I mean, how do you find that? Like, it's the first time you do that. It's just like, this is a lucrative thing. Right. I'm sure they're getting some chunks of money. Like people need these organs, but it's just like it's weird. Like, are the people that they're stealing from were they donors? And it's like they're screwing somebody who was like you know. But I mean, I, I don't know if the body parts would still be in the morgue. I, I don't think so, right? Donors. So these people that just let them go to waste, they were just like, no, I don't want to be cut open, and I don't want my kidney saving someone. I mean, it's weird because like it's kind, of, it's okay, it's gross, it's gruesome, of course, it's double-edged sword. It's double-edged sword though, because it's like, is it saving a child? Is it safe? You know, like with somebody on their deathbed, and they're like, "This was the this was it. I needed it, and you're not using you know it." What? I hope so, but even then, right? I don't think. Well, I guess it's worst like, case are you scenario. Because then that's like weird. Like, you know, well, I was gonna like, say, you know, you know I mean? like, people who usually buy stuff off the internet like this are either for trophies or, like you said, to eat or, you know, maybe sexual acts are involved too. You know, people are getting oh, weird. Geez. But I mean, like, if it's saving a life, that's a, that's, that's okay. a different spin on the story. That's fine. You know, it's it's the final context of it's the final resting place of these organs. <laughs> like, where does it end up? You know what I mean? Like, if it's helping someone who is in dire need, and this is like yeah. the one rare blood type organ. Because I mean, like, I don't know if you're just breaking in and stealing organs, you're not like testing the blood type, or I don't know how well versed they are and knowing all the knowledge about the parts they're stealing. It's like I don't know, people. Somebody needs a jaw. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, but who needs a job? Yeah, like, come you on. know, like hey, there's a silver lining. You know, there's a the grass is greener on someone's oh. side of the tracks, whatever that means. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, like who? Where's where are these things going? That's what I want to know. I need to find out. Like, they got arrested. Like, okay, who were you selling them to? Who was buying them? What were they doing? Because if they were doing it for the better cause of humanity, then was it worth it? Well, I don't know. It could be the Robin Hood of organs. <laughs> You know, like, hey, bro, I got some sick blood type O negative kidneys oh, in the god. freezer. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is what are we gonna need? This is gonna save some lives. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an interesting thing. Like, you would never think, like, oh yeah, somebody's gonna like break into my body and steal my lungs after I'm gone. But I'm like, well, shit, if somebody needs these lungs, and I was just like, sorry, man, take it spoken for. It's crazy. So just so people again context, the per the reseller bought all those parts for a whopping four thousand dollars. Oh shit! What a deal! Right? Like, think about I that. I mean, like, it depends. Like, if it's if it's like his wagyu, like this is it. <laughs> hey, I got this A five kidney. Oh god! From Arkansas. <laughs> I'm about to slice open that some bitch right now. <laughs> Lay that bitch butterfly cow. You know? Uh, oh man. Hopefully, hopefully they saved someone's life. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. Well, Jose, plug your shit. If you have, well, Look. if you received one of these organs, okay, you're listening to the podcast, oh, God. Uh, send us a note. Send us a note. Uh, send us the hey man, help me out. Feel a lot better. Uh, oh my God, and I'm alive. <laughs> you never know. It's true. You just never know. You never know. Well, go ahead, Jose. Plug your stuff where people can find you. Anything you want to promote? Floor is all yours, my friend. Uh, I am Don underscore Fubar on Twitch, Twitch slash TV uh, slash Don underscore Fubar. That's where I'll be streaming. Uh, I'm Don Fubar on the old Twitters. Um, that's usually where I am. Instagram, I'm also Don Fubar. Friends United Beyond All Races is what Fubar stands for, not fucked up beyond all recognition like most people think, okay? I'm all about power positivity. There you go. Okay. <laughs> you know? Uh, so we're not getting fucked up on my channel. We just do Fubar Fridays. We get really hammered sometimes. We play games. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. That's what I'd be doing. Nice. Post a lot of pictures of my baby just being adorable wearing sunglasses because that's your thing. There you go. There you go. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments. Or if you're still alive and you just got a recent organ, 
at the podcast app at gmail.com. Send Please. us a picture of that new organ. <laughs> Send us a picture of that new kidney. Before yeah. and after. I I, I want to yeah. see it. Oh, I see, like, there's just like, I'm so troubled over that these kidneys. And now they're like, I'm back, bro. Party scene chugging beers with this new kidney. Fucking this new liver up, man. Just like, ugh. <laughs> and also, rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them, almost definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all seven, major platforms. Seven stars. <laughs> seven of them. Find a way. Hack into the system. Seven stars with your new organs. One last question for you, my friend, before I let you go. Yes, sir. In the year of 2022, who do you think so far to this day is considered the wrestler of the year? I mean, man, it's like you. I want to say Roman Reigns because he's obviously sure. been the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion of the world for for forever now. Um, I haven't really been keeping up on my uh, on my AE Dub. Uh, no, it's been a lot of injuries. Uh, Braun Breaker's having a great year for NXT. That's true too. Uh, but I'm, I'm just gonna say Roman. I mean, it's hard, That's you know, fair. acknowledge him. Acknowledge your tribal chief. Gotta acknowledge him. <laughs> On that note, he's Jose. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. <laughs>